And there it is. My man's got the names on there now. I put the names back on there, man. Let me get his. Yes, sir. Let me get his shit to these niggas one more time. Sour milk, just incredible. This one's been about 12 years in the making, man. Because we sat here and we talked about this shit last week. And again, I just want you niggas to know. I guess Drake can do no wrong, but but mm. ain't Nicki supposed to be dropping too? I think so. I think so, man. Fuck that shit. Get it to him. Because I, I, I just need y'all to... This nigga Drake is rapping for his life. Full, I prefer the better things. Niggas with no time, money, man. act like money isn't like money everything. Isn't I'm everything. having a good time. They just trying to ruin it. Shout out to the fact that I'm the youngest nigga doing it. Cap on Brim, Ben, Denzel, air time. She ain't trying to pop that shit for Pimp. Okay, well, never mind. I, I, Tried to told you Drizzy still ain't nothing nice Brace the saying you should quit Cars saying fuck your life Okay now we out of here Toodles to you bitches And if you dolled up I got the voodoo for you bitches Yeah I'm busy getting rich I don't want trouble I made enough for two niggas Boy stunt double Famous like a drug That I've taken too much of But I never ever trip Just peace happiness and love I got money in these jeans So they fit me kinda snug Plus the game is in my pocket Nigga this is what I do I'm about Whatever, man. Fuck what they be talking about. Their opinion doesn't count. We the only thing that matters. Oh, so we do it how we do it. All up in the face, man. I hate to put you through it. I be up all night, whole cruise in here. Cause I don't really know who I'ma lose this year. Oh, man, I love my team. And I love my team. I would die for them niggas. Kidder. I got that kind of money, make a broke bitch bitter. I got that kind of wait, wait, fixate. Which bitch you know made a million off a of mixtape? That was just a keepsake. Bought the president the Louis presidential briefcase. Never been the cheapskate. We got the hawks. I ain't talking about the peach state. Man for pizza, scratch that sweepstakes. Fuck, I look like ho. I look like yes, and you look like no. I'm doing donuts in the six speed. MMM6 in front of M2. I see a lot of rap bitches on the menu. But I collect a hundred thou at the venue. Bottles with my team, young money till the day. I'm about whatever, man. Man, goddamn. Man. Listen. Man. Listen. I can't I can't stand her fans. But she be rapping her ass off. You talking about rapping for your life? Say, like, oh my god! I don't, I don't want to say like when when Drake gets features like a big names, he gets washed. He don't get washed at all. But he got Lil washed Baby right ran there. Him off his song. <laughs> nah, he Lil got Baby washed. ran him off his song. <laughs> Nick ran him off this song, bro. Like that's ah, that's wild. Well, I don't want to start the bullshit early. But um, they're going to have to get the intro at some point. So, Give it to them. without further ado, fuck it, let's do this shit. Shout out to Maddie Twice, Matt Matt Ugly, <laughs> for the intro. 
Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Went from the hoop to the Chevy. Went from the Chevy to Lamb. Now this was coming to man. Went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man. Now this was coming to man. Now this was coming to man. Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Went from the hoop to the Chevy. Went from the Chevy to Lamb. Now this was coming to man. Went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man. Now this was coming to man. That's enough of that shit. Give it to him, man. <sighs> Y'all ready? Because it's our first live stream, bro. It feels so different doing this in a, in a, in a, in a broad audience of a, a few humble niggas. You know what I'm saying? This but, shit uh, wild, man. It is wild. But it feels good. It does. But let's give it to him. No disrespect, no disrespect to the politically correct, but we need that extra seasoning. If it's worth doing, you know it's worth overdoing, baby. Go ahead on and sprinkle that shit, baby. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome, man. Welcome here. Um, Again, this is the Extra Seasoning Podcast. This is episode 15. I am your... Vaccine villain, your radical sneakerhead, Steve. I'm here with the big homie DJ, the uh, What's that with it? big super daddy o. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, man. But uh, we we you know we're gonna just go ahead and get y'all some flowers because uh, we got a detailed list of shit to get to y'all today, man. We got some we got Very some things. detailed list of shit. We got some things happening. Goodness tonight in like an hour. Goodness gracious! Yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, the real is back. Flow bananas. Here, peel this back. J. Cole <laughs> dropping tonight, man. Jermaine Cole? Goodness. Jermaine, Jermaine? Cole? J. Cole. J. Yes, J. Cole, man. J. Cole. He has, I don't know, man. This man's been silently moving for the past few years. This man went and joined the basketball league out in Africa, playing for Rwanda. He dropped the Dreamers, the sneaker with Puma. He just been gearing up for this. He yeah. been gearing up for this. And that's facts. So I'm excited. I'm gonna probably be up until I have to go to work tomorrow. Sacrifices have been made. I've already decided in my head. It's cool. But um we'll be able to talk about Cole a little bit more later on because I definitely want to get into that freestyle. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. But on a more serious note, um, black veterinarians. I definitely want to shout out to black veterinarians. Um I know a few personally. But um, I don't know, it was like scrolling on TikTok and I found this lady, right? And um, she was just, you know, giving all these kind of tips and pointers about how to take care of your pet. And I found it extremely helpful because I got a dog, love him, you know, and don't want anything to happen to him. So big now cutie. I know, you know, right, right. Big mook, man, that's big puppy. But um, <laughs> he ain't but eight pounds, but he big puppy to me. <laughs> but um, nah, for real, uh, she... um. Her, I, I forgot her TikTok name, but she she she's very we'll informative. She's entertaining. Yeah, we'll link it. I, I'll find it uh, if we put it in notes. But she's extremely entertaining. Um, she has a couple of graphic videos on there, but it's it's for you know information purposes, and not necessarily for it to just be you know nasty. So, um, you know, you can watch those at your own risk or whatever. But <laughs> I just got a weak stomach, so I can't take it. 
Uh, but yeah, she's she's super entertaining. Like she'll do the 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 trends on TikTok. She'll dance or whatever, but she'll also put the facts on the screen as she's dancing. But again, I'll, I'll find a TikTok and I'll uh, make sure we get it in the notes. That's a bet. So, shout out to <clears> Black <throat> Vets. Well, since we here and we um got a you know a new thing going with this stream, you know y'all will hear some terms, you know fake news and Drake news and shit like that so again it's exactly what it sounds like some fake news and maybe a little bit of drake news so let's go on into indeed it. uh I, I i topped my gas tank off uh a few day, a few days ago uh the, mm. the the pipeline had the old cyber attack uh mm-hmm. i hate it i hate it for the the information security team whoever they are um but listen man, i'm finna talk about y'all ass that shit been restored but we gotta talk about y'all. Y'all showed y'all dog asses. Right. Showed, I'm looking at you. You showed your dog ass about this gas. Because, like, you, grocery like you, bags. Like, bruh, grocery bags, bruh. And I got a nigga. I just want to do that. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, man. These, I mean, they had people, cars down in Florida blowing up. Nigga riding down. Um, I think he had like four gas cans. Um. In Camosa County, Florida, or something like that, and the shit blew up. I don't know if the nigga made it out. Um, niggas in Atlanta, they sitting in long lines. I think forty six percent of the right, forty six percent of the state was out of gas. Because, yeah, and half of you niggas work from home. Yeah, or yeah, or well, see, you thing, getting your PPPs. <laughs> thing is with me is I, I fill my tank up because. My wife still goes to work, so in case you know, she give out, she give out, you know, during the middle of the week, and she ain't got nothing else because gas is gone. Just here, take the keys, go ahead, go to work. But um, that's the only reason that I I made sure I had gas in my car because I don't go nowhere. And that's my car don't move until Saturday, till Friday night, Saturday. That's reasonable. So, I got to make sure the the missus is okay because, you know, she's not traveling with one now. She's got two, so. Gotta take care of her. That's facts. But no, um, yeah, that 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 whole fear um tactic, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Because the pipeline has been turned back on now. It's been turned back on and gas apparently should be restored by, you they know said three to five business days. Right. We should have we should have supply by Tuesday. Right. Apparently. A nor- we'll see. back to normal back to normal rates. Which is just We'll see. You shouldn't see high ass gas prices in the next week. Gas is seven dollars in Virginia, bro. For premium, seven dollars. No, I don't. I don't know if it's a premium or not. But Y'all still, seven dollars is ridiculous. Listen, if you ain't been on my Instagram, uh, at you know at SBS four K at Deontay Jamel, if you ain't been on Instagram, you ain't seen that shit I posted. Nigga, better get that Mentos rocket because ain't nobody paying seven dollars for gas. Bro. <laughs> Fill your Coke bottle up, man. <laughs> or you better beat your feet. Shit, he's <laughs> One Niggas of with Teslas is like laughing, laughing, man. Yeah, and and fuck Elon Musk too. That nigga took stopped that taking. Doge away, man, man, he took he took the Bitcoin away, and that spiked. Oh, right, took Bitcoin away. Yeah, spiked everything. So right because he was on what SNL and he man, said something about Doge and yeah. it went down. My Bitcoin took a dip. Out oh, listen, I was in that sitting pretty, but it, it, it took a bit. It'll be back though. Bitcoin ain't going nowhere. I just want y'all to know Bitcoin ain't going nowhere. 
if you need a referral, I drop the link. <laughs> so, I, so I can listen. We all gonna eat. Man, hustling. We all gonna eat, B. What that man say? You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Yeah. Know but when to walk away, man. No, nah, don't don't walk away from this. Don't walk away. But you had that PPP shit in there. Talk about that right fast, cause I got I got something on that that I should. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that pretty pretty please loan, man. Man, them shit is niggas. Necessary for an indictment or the niggas come man. pick you up. Listen, all you <laughs> all you need is your basic LLC, man. All you need is your okay. basic LLC. That I'm serious. All you need is your basic LLC. They got people. These out niggas here. don't have they don't have no LLCs, man. They don't. But you should have got that loan to make your LLC. They ain't man, they don't care when you got it. It should exactly. be Bro, like for real. Like you go out there, you get your twenty thousand dollars and you go pay off a chunk of a Hellcat instead of actually legitimizing your $20,000 and then just in case they do audit, I got the paperwork right here. Hey, why, why Maya in the chat you talking about put, put, put me on? <laughs> put, put, put me on loan, man. I swear, that's that put, put, put me on pretty, pretty, hey, please. I need that. That's fact. Mm -mm. I definitely need that. Swear. And it's like, like now, the the government, because you know, all these different you know levels of government, like Section Eight and um, EBT and all that, they all talk to each other now. So they're all working together. Them niggas is cross checking everything. So if you out here talking about you got a business but you want Section Eight, them niggas got their eyebrows raised. They looking at you. Now I didn't say that people wasn't doing dumb shit. I just said it was necessary. <laughs> Cause that's extra you, as fuck. You you know seventy five percent of people who got that did some dumb shit with it. Well, I will say this though. You can be hard pressed to really get these niggas. Because the amounts now at the beginning there were like super large amounts that mm -hmm. niggas was getting and it was like it was hella extra. But now, I mean, it got cut off some shit. Niggas talking about, you know, agencies run out of money and whatever else. The most some of these niggas may get is 10K if they able to make the loan go through. All right, listen, you get this 10K, you ought to already have a plan in place. Exactly. Seriously. Exactly. Because, I listen, I thought about it, but at the same time, because, I mean, I could use that to get, like, the photography shit off the ground. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, I don't really know what come with all that shit. So I just... I kind of left it where it was. But, I mean, and then these, if it come back around, I'm on that shit. These folks ain't out here giving up free information like that either. No. So you're going to have to pay somebody to help you out, to help you manage um, and keep and <laughs> stay out of jail. Yeah, exactly. So I um, I definitely want to just, you know, back away until there's more information. And, you know, like you said, you, you, you get a little bit more privy to it because I just don't trust it. I don't trust, right. you know going to some tax preparer who, you know, got their information on Instagram and, and their little poster signs by the uh, stoplights. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. Nah, I that don't want to do that. That shit been all up and down Facebook. It's, it's this chick that uh, went to school. She was, I guess she was classmates with Maya. She um, 
And I mean, I guess she legit. She got an LLC. I did see that. But she's like, oh, you know, I could put you on, you know, get with me and get your, you know, get your PPP started and this and that. And I'm not, I'm not even, what she say? She was like something about she's not even charging like the first uh, five people. She's going to do it for free. I'm like, all right, okay. Well, yeah, y'all going to have to. If God put it in I got to show me something. Right. <laughs> y'all going to have to show me something. I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. But let's talk about know. Let's talk about this this major this major break. It ain't got nothing to do with certified lover boy though. Um, Drake was named artist of the decade by Billboard. I I do not disagree. Um, like I was I was gonna ask you who's better. I who's more consistent? Like I don't I don't disagree. Who's At more all. deserving? I should say nobody. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anybody. Like if if we were you know we if she was more consistent with her music, Rihanna could have been it. Maybe so, but that was the reason why. I Easily, put, that's why I put Drake at the beginning of the show, because right. we're talking, we talking 2010 to let's just say 2020, because ain't shit been out in the only first part of the year. Right. 20, 2010 to 2020, like you, you, I can go back from 2010 to now and give you uh, one. I can give you a Drake track every month to be the soundtrack for your life just for that month. Like, right, could, you know, right, like. And I, I I had to go back and go through Thank Me Later because I kind of forgot how crazy that album was. Like from song, and I told you that, I texted you the other day, and I said from track like 2 to 10 or 2 to, well, no, like 2 to 8, something like that. Yeah. I said he went on this crazy NBA Finals 6-0 and run from track 2 to 7, I believe. And the it was on this, man. And again, you didn't know he was going to be this guy, but it's just like, you talking about you never... Didn't. You talking about never letting that chip get off your shoulder, bro? Like, right. But again, right. He was he he came up, and I mean, call it call it what niggas want. He came up under Wayne, and it's not like not like Wayne was. You could say, okay, Wayne was the greatest rapper at this point. This person was the greatest rapper at this point. The thing mm-hmm. about it, Wayne was um, Wayne just did him forever, and it was like, all right, cool. He had his own look right. until he until he switched up because I don't I don't like the new shit. Same thing, the same thing. Nobody does. He was just he had his own shit. He had it. He he was rapping like he had a grudge against somebody. Like he Drake came right. up under that mode, and Nicki is the same way. Like they they always rapping like they got something to prove. And the minute that you, you know, you lose that, I guess it you know downhill from there. But again, Ain't I don't got to prove nothing at at all. And you would think that that would make these niggas fall off by now, but. Again. Keep that energy though. Keep that energy, cause that that just means that you stand hungry. You ain't comfortable. I know Nick had to go raise a kid, you know, so she took a couple years off. But I mean, she got married and had to raise a kid, which is totally fine. Take your time. Right. But I just um, I hope this comeback and you know this this reintroduction is uh, well worth the wait. We we gonna see. Like I hope Cole don't let me down either. We gonna see. I'm not like the biggest. I ain't the biggest Nicki fan, um, and it's, her fans make it even more insufferable. Like that shit is just—it's annoying. I mean, it's the Beyonce thing. Like you, nobody—it's the LeBron thing. It's the greatness. You don't—you don't hate them. You just hate their fans. These niggas—they just yeah. Motherfuckers can fart on the track, and they're gonna be like, "Boy, ooh, <laughs> top ten. Did you hear the way it went up? I'm telling you. At the end, I'm like, bro. But uh, I mean. As far as Drake goes, I don't, I don't see another artist who, um, 
who did you know what he's still doing to this day i wish he'd go ahead and release this album so we can see what we're getting but um other than that i don't know man hopefully this this cold dropping will get him out of his freaking turtle shell i know um, that's right he over here watching kids watching freaking what you call it videos with adonis and shit what we say last week, right? I said that Drake gonna end up missing the window for the summer and yeah. missing all these Instagram captions. And I listen, I believe it. J. Cole dropping the night and folks outside already. So here come them Instagram captions. If I can get Drake's that shit, gonna miss out. Listen, if I can get that shit on this stream while we going, I'm, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get that shit up there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you because I just um. I don't know, like in my heart of hearts, I don't feel like Drake is going, he's not going to want to compete with J. Cole. So he's going to give J. Cole his time. He's going to give him about two months and I'm then like, we're going to hear something else from him. But why not though? I don't know. That don't even make sense. Like you you should want that. You should be, because I'm going to tell you right now, you don't compete. This nigga's going to go on his Grammy run and then he's going to be sitting up here talking shit again. J. Cole going to get that Grammy. Has Drake ever dropped though with like major competition? I don't know. It Not with, not with other males, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. I know somebody who's not afraid Again, of light you know his shit. rival. Possibly, that's light skin. I, I, I give you that. I drop it. I hey, drop man. if you drop Nikki. Come I, on, I'll man. drop if, if Nikki. If you drop, well, that's probably not even said. You know what Nick, the black eyed peas say? I'll drop it. Where's the love? I guess. Where man. is the love? He's sitting up here. <laughs> hey, Reed, You know, if you if you come back and you you put some put out a single, you know, I, I'll drop. You know, I, I'll do that. Like, why are you trying to make your voice sound like his? That's exactly I don't know what if it I appreciate was. that. That's exactly. I don't know that's, if I appreciate that, man. That's that shit. You know it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But uh, again, the man gonna sleep. He gonna lose his turn. Of course. Cause little baby and Dirk dropping. Not excited for that though. What not the hero excited. in the voice? No, I guess I'm not excited for that at all. I guess, man, because again, we had this conversation a few a few pods ago. Like I'm, I'm just not a, uh, I ain't a little baby guy. Like he, he got his place, but it's like and Dirk got his place, but them two, I can't get with that shit, man. That it feels. It feel hype, and it's like I be trying to I be trying to see what everybody be seeing. But I'm like, that's just like Herbo. That ain't the same level, obviously. But I'm just saying, it's you got fan no, bases. not at all. No, I'm just saying you got fan bases who gonna ride for niggas no matter what. And so, and it, when it's stagnant, because right now it's stagnant. Like you ain't had no Kendrick, yeah. you ain't had no Drake, you ain't had no Cole until tonight. You ain't had none of the hot artists that you've been wanting for like the last two years. Travis ain't dropped for like a real project. Like Travis ain't done nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, we ain't got we ain't got no 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 Gambino. We ain't got nothing like no real like top tier shit that's just sitting up there killing everybody. Shit, you ain't had none of that. So it's like when you get these right, I I won't call them like B tier. I don't know how they do the they rank the stuff like S and whatever. But yeah, S A B and all that. Yeah, but it's. When you get like that that second tier of artists and they able to just kind of just hover around and shit, because anybody was putting nothing out, it's kind of like it feels hype. So I can't. I'm still yeah. listening to it. Trust me. But like that damn track hawks and whatever shit, I couldn't get with that shit, man. I was listening to him like, but this song kind of ass. But you know, you know, baby been talking about that, man. You know, baby been talking about it. And it's not gonna be long before 
he leaves B tier and goes to A tier. I promise you. You talking? I promise you. You talking marketing wise? Even if he is. No, I'm talking about like just like music wise. Like mm. even if he is B tier, I don't know if he's B tier. I don't know if I put him there. I, I might put him on A. I might put him A. But that's just me. But okay, it's not going to be you, long. I guess if until you guys, he makes a jump, if it's S A then B, I give him A tier. He ain't S tier at all. He's not S tier, not no. at all. He, and I, he's I, not I never S-tier. see that happening because he's linear as hell. There's nothing about his style that tells me okay he's gonna be able to jump on anybody's song and make that shit take off. That's that's Drake. That's old Wayne. That's Nicki. That's Rihanna. That's Jay Z. That's like that's Kanye. Cole, Kanye, not like people like that. They they style is not linear at all. They can. You know they can get in with the best. Of All them. right, look, you 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 hit this man on Calvin Harris song in three months, and you that's, tell me the same thing. That's, listen, that's that's fine, but I don't think okay, he could be on a song you with hear Calvin him on a Harris. song with Billy Eilish. He could and and look, and that's fine. He could be on a song with her, but that <laughs> that don't mean it's necessary. Just like when I said when Drake put out that little that little fufu, he put Scary Hours out. And little baby, mm-hmm. I, I was vibing like hell. Then little baby came out, and I said, "God damn, this shit is unnecessary, bro." That's what I'm talking about. Shit like that, you be like, "Bro, hey man, why?" Hey man, say man, I just I ain't tripping on baby no more. I like, listen, I I'm all for him getting his money. I feel like we've been there, done that. I need him to. He don't have to switch up. I need him to get off. It's kind of like when you talk about the baby, his mm-hmm. same shit. The one time he tried to venture out, he was like, "Nah, bro, just." They scooted his ass back over. Be like, "Nah, you don't." <laughs> when he tried to pretend he knew how to make R and B and shit like that, be like, "Stop, don't." <laughs> nah, come on, that come on. True. And I'm looking at the comments. He said, that, uh, "I think the bigger picture really helped." Eh, I, and so I guess with that, it's more so about. What aspect? Because I guess it maybe helped with his household name ability, maybe, because he started getting more commercials and shit like that. But it's been plenty of songs like that and better. Like mm-hmm. I said, I think because you got a lot of artists that ain't putting music out right now, you just in a situation where, oh, yeah, I know that nigga. Oh, I know that face. Oh, I know him. Same thing with Meg. Nothing against Meg. She fine. But it's like, Meg taking the fuck off. It didn't didn't hurt that she got shot. You know, it's like all mm-hmm. right, the, it's just the relevancy. But the content of the song was okay. I just was like niggas was really hyping and goating that goddamn song. I think I got I gotta agree with Cam. I think the bigger picture did help because it's not like you know they was hyping it for nothing. That song was was big. Like that song was powerful. It meant a lot. It did, especially during that time because it was like. We've been so used to hearing, you know, just money talk from Baby, right? And then to hear him, you know, get mad about something. He got mad about it and his emotions came out on the song. I guess so. I'm not arguing with it. No, I feel that. I think what I'm saying is, like, to your point, he's like, um, you know, he got mad and he's rapping about this stuff and you hear the money talking this and that. Problem is... For and I think maybe it helped with us, but for other people, they kind of look at it like, okay, you you your lyrics are direct, like um, 
it's just the antithesis of everything that you be talking about. So from from yeah. him, it don't work for a lot of people. You be like, okay, I get what you're saying. That's a cool song, but they boost yeah. the shit out of that song, and it's like, okay, you don't want to shoot the messenger, but you be like, hey, in about ten days, you're gonna go right back yeah. to the other shit. Because when Cold when Cold flip, you know what I'm saying? Because Cold flip, and he kept that energy. Like he he got his moments where he go back and, you know, he get you know he throw a little bit of nigga in that thing. But other than that, he's very empowering <laughs> since since Forest Hills. He changed his whole vibe, and I think um, yeah, it just made it shit. He was a little more easy on the ears because when he was trying to be yeah. Mister Nice Watch and all the other shit like that, be like okay, same shit, whatever. You listen to it, you. Throw it away. That not shit that was it, hot though. Not that it wasn't good. It's just like, what? Okay, same same shit. Like we, we yeah, from everybody. And so I, I, I think I, letting Nas down. I think letting Nas down when he wrote that song. Crazy. Kind of flipped him. Right. Flipped him. I I think that's what changed J Cole into the J Cole that we know today. Right. Because he was like, and and me personally, I wasn't a big fan of that song either. Workout. But when Nas told him, "What is this shit?" He was like, "Oh man, yeah, I got, I, I, I gotta, I gotta be on this killer shit now." And I can see, I can see exactly why he would say that because, yeah, because he got. I mean, he's reaching it now, but it's like, bro, you got so much more in you than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he just, yeah. So again, hopefully, if, if he give me twelve songs of that freestyle, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> if you give me yeah. two songs of that freestyle, I'm good. And we said this last week about not wanting a super long album from J. Cole. Twelve songs is perfect. I can get through that listen. I can play it twice tonight before I go to bed. For real, for real. Right. Twice. And I'll be good. Well hopefully it's uh hopefully it's all of that. Since we got some well, you know what, since we on that tip, we're talking about social uh the the social aspect of that song. Um so you dropped in here about the Social Justice Award in the name of Kareem. Yeah. I didn't even know about that shit. Yeah, NBA announced it today. Um, there's going to be a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Social and Racial Justice Award. I don't know if they're going to present it this year. I mean, they might. I don't know. I, I, I didn't see any dates, but, I mean, I don't see why not because, you know, you got people working all year for it. But um, if you read comments – on this like of course comment sections is always like toxic poisonous places right hmm. but white folks really do not like lebron james uh, they really don't like him they were like man the nba had to make up some some award to get a lebron because he's not winning mvp this year and like, y'all really do not like this man listen i get it I, listen i'm i like lebron these days but i understand and i, I guess not that I'm not saying it's warranted. I'm just saying I understand because LeBron is, while he is, you know, great man, great dad, um, all of that. He he uh, <laughs> he a nigga sometimes, man. He wishy washy with his shit. Like some days he, oh, I, I like to be informed, and I, I only mm-hmm. I don't speak unless you know speak unless you're spoken to, speak unless I know what I'm talking about this and that. And then some days LeBron be on Instagram wilding. And so, white people not gonna let you have two sides. That's like they they want who they know, and if you're not that, you know what I'm saying, then it's gonna be yeah. some shit. And so it's it's always like that, LeBron. But LeBron always been that way. So 
again in your old age you start you know growing into yourself becoming becoming the man you supposed to be so that's who he is. Mm-hmm. he's like shit i'm gonna say what i want to say i'm gonna i'm gonna stand up for people who don't have a voice i'm gonna do some of that and again oh it's to stick to basketball it's you know hey it's not why i follow you i didn't, I didn't come here for that i just want to see you know it's not like bro at the end of the day you gotta you get what you pay for, man. You don't give niggas right. money. You know what I'm saying? You don't give niggas money and then get mad when they do what niggas with money do. He's going to talk his shit. Right. Exactly. LeBron probably should get MVP every year. We already know that. Because look at the Lakers now. I'm going to be real with you. I, I see I see Jokic. I see all them other people that the NBA is talking about right now. But this man, Russell Westbrook, this man... Only problem, and I give you that, but the problem with that is that nigga's in tenth place. Like, that's right. Th- that that's the only reason they're not winning anything. That cannot have you like anything is if you averaging a triple double and your team don't have more than thirty wins, I can't even look at you, bro. He's averaging a triple double for the past few seasons, though. Yeah, nah, that's facts. It just feels at this point if you're not winning, it feels forced, and it's like. But I, I like what he's doing. Trust yeah, me. it don't, does. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hear me say, "Oh, you know, he's trying too much," and the teammates yeah. let him get rebounds. Nah, I, I like what he's doing because people will tell you, "Oh, it's not that hard." His teammates, you know, let him get the rebounds or this and that, bro. You niggas have never played 2K if they say that kind of shit. Niggas still have to make buckets. <laughs> you still got to get your money, man. You still got. You still got to drop the buckets, right? All right, bro, you still have to make the shot. You still have to make that pass. You still got to have high energy for 48 minutes. Like, you can't – I already know how I am at L.A. Fitness. I'll be out there dragging after about 15 minutes up and down. And that's not even a full-size fucking court. That's a half court. Yeah. Like, that's not a real 94 feet. That shit be rough, man. All right, bro, get the fuck out of here. That shit be rough. But I, I, I just – I don't know. I'm usually, like, you know, on – Whoever's first and second, mm-hmm. I'm on their train, right? But I think if if the Wizards were, I guess, in a winning situation, there's absolutely no reason why he wouldn't win. Absolutely no reason why he wouldn't win because this man, I don't know if people, like you just said, realize how hard it is to average a triple-double. Like you have to put up your numbers every game and you can't take no days off. Like, you can't have a bad game because your numbers is going to drop. If you go out there and put up 24, 10, and 2, he just took a tank. Right. It just dropped. So, it's like you said, this man got to have high energy 48 minutes. Right. And that's tough to do. So, so that's that's who got my vote. And I'm not a, I'm not a Russ fan like that. I, I would give it, um, as of right now, I give it to Donovan Mitchell. But I, I don't. I don't even see that happening. But I'll give it to Donovan Mitchell. I see Cam said uh, he ought to get. Yeah, let me see. He deserves at least two more MVPs. Which is like Alabama. They want the same guy, the same team. I partially agree with that. Cause with LeBron, um, the, the only reason I would say that is I don't think it's they don't want the same guy, the same team. I think if this was truly a fan and player award, like it ought to be. You would see mm-hmm. the people. You would see the people who's supposed to get it. The MVP, especially regular season, that shit is. Um, 
it's a storyline type of award. Like they they always got to create some kind of fucking narrative because Kobe mm-hmm. probably should have won like four MVPs. Kobe got one. They gave that shit to little Steve Nash back to back. Steve, you can't show me anything Steve Nash did that was gonna give Steve- him back to back back to back fucking MVP. Stuff. No, not 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 back to back. But Mm-mm. Steve was hot though, man. Oh, he was hot, but he shouldn't have won it over Shaq. Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. Damn, he like he wanted over he Shaq. Them niggas. Exactly, he wanted over Shaq. Then he got it over Kobe. Come on, bro. You mean yeah. tell me he only got one? Dirk only got what? Dirk got one. Shaq, he Macklemore them niggas. Shaq got what one? Yeah. Come Shaq. Top yeah. five, top five scorer of all time. Got yeah. one MVP. Most dominant player in the Stop. NBA ever. Stop it. That's a that's yeah. a that's a narrative award, just like it always has been. And at this point, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the Oscars. It's kind of like the Grammys. You gotta they have to justify why you should get it, and and then they put other people against each other. Like damn, I bet I don't care about that. Yeah, because that's we, what I was just saying, man. It's we exactly already more. know that they they all exactly. over. And then he's gonna sit there. Yeah, you know Kobe, I love you, but uh, I, I'm sorry that I, I won it, but I'm, it's just should have went to you, you know. <laughs> Shut up! I hate All this, right, shit. bro. What is that shit with white people and that that white guilt shit? Like, stop. Yeah, it, like, man. you listen. You won. If you didn't care about winning, you wouldn't have participated. Stop that shit. You wouldn't have submitted. Your team wouldn't have submitted. Exactly. That's dumb. That's what it is, though, man. Can't go back to 2014. So, how you how you feel about the playoffs so far? Since we um, like what, what what's your predictions? Just a just a quick one, nothing nothing too deep. I say I say <laughs> like this: What's the like who you see getting out of um, who you see at least getting to the conference finals on both sides? I gotta say that. All right, so look, check this out. You remember when we first first started um, having these conversations? Mm-hmm. Hawks was winning. Hawks was winning, like streaks. These niggas on a 10-game win streak at home. Mm-hmm. Can't beat them at home, man. Into the playoffs. Can't beat them at home. But if they get right – but that's what I was about to say. Like, you get to the playoffs, that's where you know it's crunch time. And I got the <laughs> – it don't matter, man. Hawks and five. <laughs> okay. Right, Hawks bro. and five. So, you got Hawks. Hawks versus who? No, nah, I don't have the Hawks at all. I don't have the Hawks at all. I was trying to put you on record. <laughs> I don't have the Hawks at all, man. I love the Hawks. Um, but if we being honest, I think who it's going to boil down to is probably who played tonight. Um, Miami and Philadelphia going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I could, I could see that if, if they both held I, I think that's who's going to end up in the ECF. Miami and Philadelphia because um, they got some hungry people. Miami got, I don't want to say lit up last year, um, but I think Jimmy has a chip on his shoulder because he was pretty much doing everything. Man, they got lit up. You can say it. <laughs> was, I don't want to it say they got him, lit up. It was, it was two on five. Him and Bam versus everybody. But, but, but. That's when that's when Tyler was like, "Hey, look, I'm here too." Yeah, and then he got them. Tyler skunk. made his name known, and then he got them skunked because he tried to he tried to uh, what's the shit that Max Kellerman said? He tried to scream on LeBron with that yeah. with that uh, with that that ugly mug he had. No. Yeah, 
Oh, you can't, you can't, you can't make that. You face. can't do that. Not to you, LeBron. You don't do that to LeBron. Not because to LeBron. As soon as he did that, that was a that was a uh, last dance moment. I took that personally. I took that personally. And then he came out there and had a triple double in the in the clincher. So like you, like if Jimmy did that, fine. Of course. But LeBron ain't gonna let Tyler do that because you not like you don't. First off, you not one of my peers. You not like that. Stop that shit. Yeah. You was in a yeah. music video and a nigga used your name in one song. You can quit that shit. <laughs> he wrote a song about you. Niggas been niggas been calling me King James since since high school. You could quit that shit. Yeah. Because if Tyler Hero didn't go to Kentucky, I don't even know if he make it to the NBA. Just gonna be honest with you. It's a pipeline thing, and I want to have that. That conversation that that, that was a, too. It's a pipeline thing because that was definitely an easy route. Because the reason that I say it's a pipeline thing because you like you just look at how much talent. <clears throat> is floating around the G or the G League. Now you look at how much talent is floating around the G League and how much mm-hmm. talent is floating around overseas and because they didn't go to these D one colleges, they they may get the look, it may take them longer, and when they do make it to the league, they at the end of the bench. Yeah. They're like, dude, like Taylor Horton Tucker. We know who he is now because he got his opportunity and the Lakers wanted to hold on to him. But other than that, right. if he was like, dude, if he if Taylor Horton Tucker went to Kentucky or Duke or I even give you Georgia Tech, they ain't really been shit in the last few years. But I give you Georgia Tech because they D one, they ACC. He would have got that mm-hmm. look, and because he don't get that look, you end up going, you know, second round or you go later in the draft. Or I'm like, bro, a lot of these dudes is lottery picks. You just wouldn't know it. So if um if Boogie didn't go to Kentucky, you think he'd still be floating around? No, I think he would have made it because you can't teach size and you can't teach that attitude. But Buddy don't stay healthy. I don't think he's no. – he's like a J.J. White. Buddy didn't finish the season. And neither does A.D. Like, right. A.D. don't stay healthy, but it's just like you can't teach them kind of ball skills in that body. Like, you like you can see that. That man 6'11", with guard skills, shoot threes, can bring the ball up. I mean, drop step crazy. Like, he got all the moves that Embiid got, and he got all the same moves. I don't say the same, but he got some of the moves that, like, Dame got. He can move the ball around. To be 6'11", and move the ball like that, drop step. Um, yeah. Euro crazy. He could he could do that. What's that shit called? That jelly shit. He could flip the ball all crazy like LaMelo and shit from the free throw. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you can't teach that shit. And that's why niggas was going so hard, trying to keep him from getting to L.A. Yeah, I guess. I definitely give you that because Anthony Davis is a different – he's a different big man. Right. He's a very different big man. Um, but I, I, we we talking about Boogie here. Boogie is just a big man. No, that's – Boogie is getting. a – he is a walking technical file. He got. He is a walking is, ejection. He got all the same big man skills as AD. If he had guard skills, he'd be the same thing. And AD just lanky as fuck. Yeah. I think. I think Boogie. Yeah. If again, like like you saying, if he didn't play at Kentucky, it's more so you just can't. Some stuff you can't teach. Like MB, we didn't even see him play because the nigga was hurt. But we just knew. Right. That you don't teach you can't teach seven foot two. You can't teach seven foot two big man with ball skills around the perimeter that can shoot threes and drop step yeah. like a king. Like you just some shit you just can't teach. Because the reason I say that is because you look at like if we were talking big man, like Frank Kaminsky, 
when he played at what, Wisconsin or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Trash. Still in the league, but trash. He just big. He's white. And he went to one of those big 12, big 10, big 12, whatever the fuck. He went to school out there. You got to see him a lot. Um, he ain't that good. He always at the end of somebody's bench. Uh, Myers Leonard, kind of ass, but he out there. Um, Myers is different, though. He kind of ass, though. He 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 has a shot, but he's he has ass. a shot. He can pull up. He can pull up top of the key, but I don't know about you know anywhere else. Well, I'm just making that point to talk about the whole pipeline thing. Like a lot of these, yeah. like if you look at, and I mean, not even not even the white and black thing, because most of the players I'm naming, they they white, they big, they not that good. Right. Like, same thing with Cat. Like you can't like he got he just like AD. Like, he got height, ball skills, could you know drop step. He can. You know, do that damn Hakeem shoulder shimmy shit. Like, he just. Yeah. And, I mean, okay, same thing with Jokic. Look at Jokic. He, obviously, he's foreign. He's different. Obviously, he's, he's different. Foreign, but he's got, like, he got, like, him and Luka got, like, the granddaddy game, right? Yeah. And it's like, you wouldn't, you but some of the shit you just can't teach. Like, they just, it's that natural ability, and that's what, that's what keeps them in the game. Because yeah. Luka, he got. Luca gotta have the slowest fucking crossover I've seen in my life, and you be looking like, how the hell can you not guard that shit? I could probably guard that shit, but again, right. you can't touch niggas now, so I think that's what helps him. Cause you, mm-hmm. I mean, if he played, and I hate to do, I hate to do the the whole back when it was this and that, but if he played, I just say in the early two thousand, he played in the early two thousand, that nigga be on the bench, definitely, because he's too slow. And because yeah. and they, they had a lot of slow um they had a lot of slow guards or whatever I guess he's small forward but they had a lot of like small um small forwards and shooting guards that was slow but they had to they were kind of stocky and shit they had to play through a lot of contact so yeah. with him now you touch these guys a little bit and I mean free throw line all night so right. I, I think that helps his slow his slow dribbling and shit just, I was oh, having man. a conversation with a um, friend of mine the other day. And he compared Luca to Bonafide off of NBA Street, and I, I was like, "You know what? Yeah, that's that's accurate. That's accurate as hell, because Bonafide was he was he was the rebounder, but like all of his his dribble moves was like super slow. Mm-hmm. Wasn't you know that that good from you know behind the line behind the arc, but he made it happen." And he was one of the one of the uh, I guess one of the the god tier players on the team on on the game. So, I mean, I can see that. I don't, I don't, I don't know about like Luca. <sighs> I think if he wasn't getting in trouble this year with all these, you know, texts and you know talking to the refs and everything, like I, I think his his image is kind of being tarnished now for next season. You know. When people start looking at him for MVP and everything, they're going to start talking about how, oh, well, he's got this history of this and this. And the problem with that for me, hoop, because I am I am going on 30 years old and I am jaded, he's white. <laughs> yeah. So he, But there's going to be a white uh, MVP this year. That, that's in, uh, but the thing is, for next year, I still can see him being at the top. If these boys are winning – all that other shit gonna go out the window because he's white. 
and mm-hmm. the same the same way that if a nigga kill his whole motherfucking family, first picture they gonna find is when he graduated from fucking college or something like that, and stick him yeah. up there smiling and shit. Whatever, they'll we'll look past that. He's shooting that ball very very well. Cause the thing, like Kobe didn't win, again. We talk about that right fast. Cause I want to talk about Kobe for a second. But Kobe didn't win more than one MVP. They gave him one because he deserved it. But the ones that he didn't get had everything to do with his situation in Colorado with that woman. Like, yeah. Again, what you saying with the image? That's every. That's you're exactly right. It's just the wrong skin. Mm-hmm. Because right. there's no reason Kobe should have been averaging thirty plus a game. Six rebounds, five assists, two steals a game, and don't get MVP. Stop that shit. You gotta, you gotta calm that down. Hey, look, sidebar. I don't want anybody uh, to to ever comment or ever try to battle Steve on Kobe stats. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's I don't, it, it's I don't want anybody to ever feel like they got enough. You know, gumption to do that. It's shrined up back there, man. Cause I think this man is like Kobe's almanac. I swear to to a degree, to a degree. But again, it's anytime, just... anytime Kobe, you know, was at practice and he kind of twisted his ankle, Steve knew about it. Hell yeah! Let me see if I can. Steve knew about it. Can we can we get it up there? Bro, the shrine. We we see the shrine back there. The Here book, the the, yeah. the shoes. Yeah. I don't want anybody to ever argue <laughs> with Steve about Kobe. Oh. He nicknamed his son Bean. Hey, listen, listen. That that's that's the one where he he ain't up here no more. But I put the thing back down there. But you know what? Since we talking about Kobe, uh, my boy is finally getting in the hall. Wish he was here to see it. Um, I know that's right. Very somber moment. It is what it is. I'll be up there snot crying like, um, like, <laughs> <laughs> like old girl. Um, but it is what it is, man. You know, I'm happy that he's getting in there. Um, right. Jordan, Michael Jordan is going to do the, uh, you know, induction. He's going to do the speech. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's a good one. I don't know what he got. I mean, if he pulled like some kind of something that Kobe had prepared and shit and mixed that in, I'm really gonna be fucked yeah. up. But, nah, um, definitely. You know, but hopefully, hopefully it's good. Um, I feel I, like I, I feel like Jordan gonna speak from the heart and he's gonna make you proud. I hope so, man. I hope so. Cause again, like, I mean, it's Kobe, man. I, I don't know. I still get chills looking at his shoes and shit. You know, like it's just yeah. It it is what it is. Um, so in, in his, in his passing, um, mm-hmm. is there anything that you, you know, read about Kobe or, or seen or anything, um, that give you like a different Bro. look on him, you know, since he's been gone or anything like that? It's just going to always be that tenacity, man. Right. There's going to always be that tenacity. Like he was fine working with what he had and he was fine with calling out what he had. Right. Just because, you know, he's like Jordan said, I'm just I've been there. Right. I'm trying to make sure you get there. I'm trying to I'm trying to make you better. So, you know, when when he was in practice, the whole you soft thing, mm. I knew Kobe was different then. Like right. you told this grown ass man hey. he's soft to his face. So story, I was just looking at Lou Will. Um <laughs> It was Lou Will and Nick Young. They was well. 
I think Lou Will was on all the Smoke podcasts. Uh, Nick Young, yeah. I, I think Nick Young might have been on No Jumper. I want to say something like that. Mm-hmm. But he was like they got blew out by Portland one night, and uh, you know they was in there just chilling, whatever else. And, and Kobe come in, he said, you know, you motherfuckers again, motherfucker soft like Charmin won't do that shit here. Yada yada yada. He told me, <laughs> <laughs> he said. <laughs> He said, Kobe was dead ass serious. He walked in that shit. He said, man, y'all niggas don't deserve to wear my motherfucking shoes. Take them shoes off and put them in the middle of the floor. And he made everybody take all the Kobe's off. He said, if you got Kobe's on in this bitch, take them off. <laughs> Took them shoes off and put them all in the trash can and walked out. That's wild, man. Iman Sharper was doing an uh, interview with somebody. Right. And he was talking about how he was, uh, he was playing Kobe and he had locked Kobe down at the garden, right? He was like, man, I had steals on top of steals on top of steals on Kobe. And this was in the garden. And, you know, third quarter ended, fourth quarter came on. Kobe walked up to me and said, you had a good game. And he knew that was a wrap then. Yeah. He was like, you had you had a good game. But it's Kobe time. Right. So <laughs> That shit, wow. Man, listen, Kobe I was just like different, man. He was. And I feel like he got stories like that for days. To I mean, obviously, you always emulate um, – he always emulated Jordan and shit like that, just, you know, all his styles and whatever else. But I feel like he um, he tried to be like Jordan so much, he created, like, this weird 2.0 persona. Like, some stuff he, he probably did because he thought Jordan mm-hmm. might do it, and it was probably extreme to Jordan. Right. He'd be like, okay, this nigga's tripping. He'd be like, but that's, right. you know, nigga went Terminator. But, um, mm-hmm. so, I guess I was looking at some stuff. I didn't know if I, I put it in there late, but, like, uh, I was thinking about something, like, to – like a quote or a lesson to take away, um, I guess, like from you know, just him and what he was about or whatever else. Um, I guess lesson. I was just looking at like how he, um, like how he was as a, as a dad, right? So I try to mm-hmm. some of the stuff. Obviously, I can always we can always do better, but you know, just how he was with his little girls. I try to be like that with Lee, like just right, just more patient. It's hard. It's very hard. He ain't had no boys, so I don't I think believe. He, I don't think he got it. You know what I'm saying? But again, I believe try to try to be more patient, and um, I don't know. I had a quote that I looked up. Um, I don't know. It could it could go for somebody. It could anybody who listened to this. Uh, the most important thing is you must put everybody on notice that you're here and you are for real. So run it back, read it again, listen to it again. The most important run it back, thing. Turbo. <laughs> the most important thing is you must put everybody on notice. That you are here and you are for real. So I don't know who that's for, but y'all, y'all, y'all hold on to that. Um, so no, nah, it's for everybody. I think that that's is for, for everybody, everybody. But I don't know. You know, some people they just in one ear and out the other, man. Take that, put it on the post note, put it on your mirror, right? And you read that every morning. Affirm. That right, affirmations, man. But let's talk about what we really here for, man. Whew. <sighs> It's like mm. I gotta, I gotta wipe my eyes. I got to goodness. Wipe, I gotta wipe my eyes. The JBP boys ain't no more business. Mm. <laughs> at, at least for now, I don't know what's going on, man. I, I, I can see. Nah, they um, done. I can see they Maul done. being back. I don't see. I don't see. Nor do I feel like Rory need to be back because the flip flopping. And again, okay. So let's just go back. So Joe Button podcast. Um, if y'all need any of the audio, I actually posted something up here on our page. Um, I want to say yesterday. And mm-hmm. it's basically like 55 minutes of 
a piece of what happened. It's not. It's basically the, I guess, the crux of what it, what the situation was because they had some before and they had some after. Um, the mm-hmm. show got actually got taken down, unfortunately. I found the audio. I don't think YouTube was gonna let me use it, but it is what it is. Uh, Joe Button, he being Joe Button, he got on the pod and they had been beefing behind the scenes, and it finally came to a head. He um got on there and fired Rory and Maul publicly let the world know hey they not here they don't have to be back um i think the so if you go back and you listen to past episodes it seems that the original issue roy had some issues and maul being maul he he didn't moderate the shit well because if you look at mm-hmm. i guess it was what did it say um he said something about shaking the tree joe said something about shaking the tree and uh, if you shake the tree, you better be cool with what fall out that motherfucker and whatever else. Because according to him, they had conversations about, you know, past dealings and stuff. And this was a conversation that happened when Joe wasn't there. So him being, you know, the head of the damn table, um, he felt like they were kind of moving funny with that. Um, right. And in a way, not I don't want to be like, yeah, that's your boss. But, I mean, his name is on all the shit. So if you got an issue, you got to go take that to him and be like, hey, you know what's the deal but on joe's on joe's end joe was like you didn't read your contract you didn't mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that you have a problem with you don't got a right to know and he they felt like that was um it felt like it was disrespectful or whatever else but the point that i guess he was trying to make was um if you didn't read the contract and you're not bringing these deals in and these deals are already over you want to know about you know the financial dealings and you want to you know you want numbers and you want to audit and do this and do this and that about stuff that's been done for over a year now that's not nothing you really got a right to know that's that's locked up but you can always go back and look you can do your due diligence see it yourself and if you got an issue with it um i don't know what to tell you but if you got an issue with it um you can (laughs) wait until the next contract come around and you can renegotiate Mm -hmm. and uh Again, and I I feel like they they clown Meg um, about that whole. Well, she was a fifteen oh one. It was like, oh, she didn't read her paperwork, contract. man. Right? Oh, you didn't read your paperwork, and you didn't do your due diligence, and you know whatever else. All right, listen, y'all in the same situation because you playing the friendship game, which is fine. But this is listen. JBP is a major fucking player in this podcast and streaming and this media game, like. If you go, like, if you just look on YouTube or if you just look up what he got going on, man, got, like, six or seven networks under his main name. And so part of right. part of all what was going on was a few, um, I guess a few months ago now, you know, they had been beefing behind the scenes and they had left. And then I guess the two guys, I forgot their name, but they on Patreon now. I don't know if you know the, the two guys that were I can't remember. You're talking about Parks, is you? No, not Parks. It's like Ish and somebody else. I forgot mm-hmm. the guy's name, but I, I had to find it. But those two were the guys that were standing in, and so they moved them to Patreon. They had an right. issue with that. They wanted the show to basically go offline with, yeah. They wanted the show to go offline while they settle stuff. And I'm like, again, the main reason that I would, again, we we get into some some thoughts, but I just, slowing down the money, right? And I, I get into my thoughts with this. The reason that I was pretty much back in show back in Joe about the show from jump is because 
like bro said, he put his everything into this. If that shit goes down, it's over with for him. Y'all can leave and go figure out what y'all want to do. He and right. This is his life at this point, and he's employing I don't know how many people. If he stop making money, he gonna go bankrupt. Like he can't he can't go down for six weeks, especially when you got an audience uh, as fickle as people are on, on mm-hmm. YouTube. The minute that they, they hear something they don't like, or they like, we in a culture of if you ain't doing it, somebody else is gonna do it. They just gonna step up and take your place. Right, and that's just how I felt. I I think. It could have been resolved if they had not gotten back on air until they truly had fixed their beef. They came on because, in my opinion, they saw that the guys that were stepping up in their place were starting to gain a little traction. They to fit, people, you know what I'm saying? People was they were starting to, they were starting to fit the mold of the show, mm-hmm. and that's what. And I think that's what. Um, after I started watching that, I think I looked at a video. Act put up. Act said the same thing. Act was like, first off, these niggas mesh well. They got, they already right. got the chemistry that it took y'all a while to build. And I mm-hmm. think that they came back because they didn't like that. But again, I, I don't know how you feel. I know you. Um, did you did you listen to the video or listen to the audio? I did. I did. I got a couple of things to say. Um, one thing is Joe had to handle his business because I mean, obviously, like you said, his name is plastered all over. Stamped all over everything. But I don't know if like this whole public hearing was the best way to do so. Like if you go fire them niggas, just fire them niggas. Make an announcement on the on the show saying they're not gonna be returning and leave it at that. You don't have to go on this whole Joe Budden, New Jersey type spiel about, well, these niggas and all these niggas. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. But if you look at it historically speaking, Joe ain't been good in trios, man. No, Joe not at all. Joe, Joe ain't fit in the trio. Like I feel like he needs to take the Joe Rogan route um, because when he was doing his pull-up show, the interviews is perfect. That's that's perfect for Joe. But when he was on Everyday Struggle, that was a hit until it wasn't. Well, the thing about Everyday Struggle. It was, I think, creatively, it just wasn't never going to work. They, like, Complex is, Complex got their way of doing things. And everybody knows Joe Budden is Joe Budden. And he ain't going to yeah. be nobody you want him to be. He's And that's right. to the point that you made about how he handled it. Everybody can, you know, you can always handle it a different way. And I think, I, I didn't put that in the damn notes. I meant to say that, though. I, I think the problem that I had with them was, it's not that you're being sensitive. You don't have to like how somebody's doing something, but I think you also got to know who you didn't got in bed with. And if you're going to be sensitive to certain things people saying or how they moving, it's Joe fucking button. Like, ain't Very no, true. Ain't no, I mean, listen, he, Joe always been like that. Loving hip-hop, he was like that. Complex, he was like that. It's, I mean, Slaughterhouse, he was like that. Like, that's Joe button. Very true. And I was just about to mention Slaughterhouse also. He was in the group then. Right. Niggas didn't they got along, but they didn't. They didn't right. really care to to work together. Then he went to Revolt right after he left um Complex. He was like, Diddy picked him up on Revolt, gave him state right. of the culture. It was him, Jenks, and Remy. Mm-hmm. That show didn't last very long either. No. Because at the because at so, the end of the day, that's Joe that's Joe Button. And he got a strong personality. Like he he does. 
he the kind of nigga that's going he gonna intimidate a lot of niggas right mm-hmm. so like with with and I don't have much of the, so my only issue with Maul is he he's a fence rider because Maul is the kind of guy to I'm gonna play humble but I'm still gonna name drop and I'm gonna play humble but I'm I'm still gonna make sure you know what I'm wearing or what designer I know or mm-hmm. oh you know that's just that's, that's just some light shit I already heard that Drake record a couple months ago I'd be like he's that guy. And yeah, it, it's weird. So I'm like, okay, humble brag, right? So because he's the humble brag fence rider type of dude, he did not know how to moderate that situation between Rory and Joe. And you knew something was up months ago because this nigga Rory kept talking about, oh yeah, Joe can see my hands. I'm like, bro, first off, that nigga got yeah. old hamstring. Two, that nigga is a former drug addict. You don't mess with people like that. That nigga is already a superhero. <laughs> You see what that nigga did to them kids in that car that rocked. He, listen, he is a super villain <laughs> in, in remission. <laughs> don't certain certain Hell shit nah. you just don't do, bro. And again, he yeah. said he was like, I wish I can get I, I tried my best, but it just wouldn't work. I wanted to get the uh the audio, but maybe maybe on the next stream I I give that to but he was just like, you know, you know, I've been I've been paying these niggas well. I've been overpaying these niggas. And the thing I feel like they had every opportunity um, to get their own money. Not like you have to leave the show. I just feel like they had every opportunity to get their own money because if you are part of the Joe Budden network, you got every opportunity to take your brand and just kind of, you might not launch it nowhere, but you I mean, hell, YouTube is vast. You can take over certain parts of YouTube. Right. Up, and it don't have to be under Joe. You could just use that as you can plug your own shit. And be like, hey, Joe, you know what I'm saying? I want to do this. I guarantee you, he wouldn't have had no issue with it because he mm-hmm. said, if you if you want if it's something you want to do, you do that. We'll run with it. If it's a deal you right. bring in, you get paid. You know what I'm saying? You eat better if you bring in a deal. If I bring in a deal, I'm gonna eat better, and that's right. the main thing. But again, when the niggas was getting paid well, um, no issues. Yeah, I mean the contract protects him contract protects you just read the contract if it was terms you didn't agree to all you had to do was negotiate them but obviously you might not have did any reading you just said fuck it joe's my friend he wouldn't do nothing i don't like fuck all that friendship now see cc i don't think rory and joe was friends i think matt maul and no, joe was like real life friends no maul and joe are friends which is why when he said he said rory you and breach of your contract you you know what I'm saying you up out of here whatever else when he you know start speaking on Maul uh, or start speaking to Maul he was like he kind of left the door open you know what I'm saying because this right. nigga Maul used to stay in that man house and all kind of shit like they friends yeah but they nah, real life friends nah Rory is and again he I hate to, I hate to do the shit but he did what you can expect of certain people he started he started doing the white boy shit. I'm gonna take yeah. my ball and go home, and I'm a, I can't come over here by y'all niggas no more. Y'all, this is how. Yeah, like he started doing that shit. I'm like, listen, I want to audit, and I wanted this. He's like, what you want to audit for? It's nothing to audit. It's nothing. And he was like, right. oh well. He's like, not necessarily. He didn't trust Joe. He might not have trust the the financial people how they was doing the, the you know whatever. He's like, bro, these people have no ill will to do anything out of the way because 
if we, you know what I'm saying, if they fucked up, then we fucked up and everybody going down. This is how they eating too. They ain't messing with nobody money. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was, I think mainly Roy, I think this nigga was upset because <laughs> these new niggas was coming in and it was like, all right, cool. I could see, yeah. I could see the writing on the wall. Yeah. I think that's, I yeah, think that's a lot just, of it. Felt a little intimidated, man, because of the success that they was having. And like I mean, they actually was, fit. He was still trying to put, uh, he was still trying to put an album out and that emotional oranges and what, like, I don't even know what the hell that is. And again, yeah, I think I had put that somewhere in my notes. Um, it was like they should have just they they whole thing when they be on the show. Oh, I gotta get my shit off. Gotta get my shit off. They should have used. They've been they've been doing this for what? How many years? About four years. Probably four years. About four. About since twenty seventeen. Four years. You had four years. Yeah, on four this years. Show. Four years on this show, and you didn't you didn't use that to jump your brand off in any. You didn't launch anything in four years. Even if you just save, you couldn't get a backer. Fine. You couldn't get nobody to, to fund your shit. Fine. Even if you just saved the money that you getting paid from Joe. Come on. You can put that shit out yourself. If it take off, you keep all the money. That's your PPP loan right I'm there, like, man. Bro, come on, dude. I don't understand that shit. And that's what, and Joe, <laughs> Joe said something about that shit, too. He said, that's why I stayed the fuck away from stuff like that, because, hell, I probably could have used it, and I probably could have used that to, you know, jump off some other shit that we want to jump off, but he said, I'm just, I don't know if the niggas would have did it right. I'm just scared of shit like that. I don't need the IRS coming to fuck with me no more than they already do. <laughs> and I feel that. That was your pretty, pretty please. But again, it's just like if you you can tell these niggas was just riding the wave in a way, so so to speak. Not that, yeah. they, didn't, not that they didn't contribute anything. It's just right. your level of contribution is always going to show itself when it comes to, you know, shit like that. Like that's just the way they was reacting to it. They he was talking business. They was talking friendship and respect. That right there right. let me that let me know everything I need to know. Because, yeah. like Brett said, this is his life that he's doing. You know, this is his life he's trying to play with. You want to shut shit down? I can't do that. So, I I, I don't see. Uh, yeah, deliver. Like you see, they're not coming back. I don't see. They're not coming back at all. I just don't see that. Nah. And the thing is, everybody I saw a lot of um, I saw a lot of people saying like. Oh, you know, Joe killed the show off and this and that. If you feel like Joe Budden killed off the show by getting rid of Roy and Maul, you haven't been watching the Joe Budden podcast. Joe does this, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, this man goes through, he goes through talent. He goes he go, through co-hosts. I'm glad you said that. He goes through talent. Because the minute that he got rid of them niggas, he said that he hit, the, he hit Roy up while he was in the airport, I guess, on the way back, and told him not to come in. He had already had two more people sitting in ready to go that day. Right. He goes through talent. Like, like listen, this man, it, it's not it, nothing that you do is going to stop Joe's paper. Man, he didn't miss I'm trying beat. to tell you that he walked away from Diddy checks. Right. He walked away from Spotify checks. He walked away from Slaughterhouse checks. Nothing you do is going to stop this man's money. So, be. right, exactly. He walked away from loving hip hop checks. Nothing that you do is going to stop Joe's money. He's going to find someone to replace you. Nobody is irreplaceable to Joe. You guys are in, you're, you're not indispensable. 
Yeah. So, I, I again, I, I, I don't know exactly. Um, I, I don't know exactly what they were hoping to gain from. I, I, I guess you know making that man flame up and shit because that's all they did. They they frustrated him to. That's the thing. This is why I said. I felt like it could have been handled. Obviously, he could have, like you said, he could have probably did something different. But when you, how can I put it? When you own it, you do what the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Not like you do what you yeah. want when you popping. But when it's yours, it's his name. Yeah. And like he said, he he went to these deals and he went to these meetings. And he was like, no, I want my guys on here. Well, no, we want you. Well, no, I want my guys on this. Well, no, we want you. He said he went to the fight. They wasn't having it. The deal wasn't. He was like, the deal wasn't going down if if it wasn't just him. You like, no, you the talent. We don't know those guys. And I right. get it. You trying to give niggas a piece of the pie. That's where the contract come in. You get him to sign a deal, and then when the contract come down, you negotiate. Hey, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. So if it's something in the contract you didn't like, you speak up. Then you don't just sit down and sign shit. I don't care how long you've been friends. That's not how shit works. You got to have somebody look at your paperwork, man. Not when it's that much money on the line. This man got, I don't know what it's worth, but you don't get a network on YouTube like that and get all type of collaborations with these different brands and shit. Um, Cash out. Sitting up, right, sitting up here rivaling people like Revolt because obviously he's not on the level of Diddy yet. But, I mean, you give this nigga time, I think he's going to get there just just off Mm -hmm. facial recognition alone. Everybody knows who the hell Joe Budden is. I'm like, all right. Yeah. But again, you you be a part of that at this point, you fucking your own bag up because that shit just gonna keep doing this. Controversy controversy sells. Well bro. He's already told them, he said, You can't you start, can't start anything a new else show. for another year another because year. I sue the pants off you. And he should. But they can go be guests. No, they can go, go be, be co hosts. And the thing is, if they didn't read their fucking contracts, they may slip up and say the wrong thing and still get sued. Because I'm sure if he's telling him that he's going to sue them for starting the show, I guarantee you it's something in there for them to go uh, commit some type of slander. And they may or may not know they're committing slander. They may say the wrong thing. If they speak on a situation they shouldn't be speaking on, they may fuck around and get sued. So they can't go be guests. I, I mean, it's gonna be interesting, but I can see I can see if they try to start something, them getting sued because if you leave a show, go start your own show, you you know taking them down in the process. You be like, okay, now it ain't none of us finna get no money because they'll come watch your shit for like two or three episodes and then this shit's gonna mm-hmm. be like this because everybody. Well, knows I'm, I'm sure boring. I'm I'm sure people will want to go see if they popping or not. Like you just said. Um, if 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 you got that wave, you just got it, and and, and I think I think Joe's gonna end up keeping it. To be honest, because I think with them, like those dudes are boring. Like to me, I don't know about anybody else. They just boring. Mm-hmm. Because with Joe, obviously it's the uh, he just got a, a vibrant personality, so he's easier to just you know focus on for two hours. Them two, they kind of just sit there, especially Maul. He just like. Look at my shoes and look yeah. at my hat. And he just like <laughs> whole show for two hours. I'm like, yeah. all right, that's boring. You you can't tell me that them two guys, maybe Roy, 
because his personality is a little bit different, but you can't tell me as laid back as Maul is. They about to really command somebody's attention for two hours? Nah, I ain't going for nah. it. Nah. Maybe for a few episodes until we get the whole story, at least on their side. But then after that, I'm like, yeah. okay, we're going to go back over there and see what Joe talking about. And, again, it's the Joe Button podcast, bro. If he want to get a guest on there, get somebody to come on and talk, he's going to be able to do it. Right. It's just... I hate the way I want him to go out. back to the pull up format, but that's just me. Go back to the pull up format, do your interviews because them shits was interesting. I think he I remember work. he did Lil Yachty episode. That shit was interesting. Yeah. But I, I feel like he should go back to that. But that's just like I said, that's just me. Well, since we're talking about media conglomerates, let's talk about some media consumption. I'll let you run yours because you got a good little bit more than I do, because I just got some <laughs> a few things up there. I didn't really watch anything, so it's like no movies, no TV over this past week. It was more so like just, I guess, just music. So like, I would get off work, and I've gotten back on my shit about this programming because corporate America. I don't know. I don't, corporate America ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> corporate America ain't it. So it's like I just want to go out and do my own. Especially I got a kid on the way. Just make my own money, set my own hours, right. be there for my kid. So I've just been like playing a lot of music, right? And um, we were talking about going through discographies last week. Rick Ross don't miss either, man. Yeah. I, I went through Rick Ross's discography this, this past week. Rick Ross don't miss either, it, especially when he got Drake on. It's been a minute. I, which one Which one you uh, got deep into in particular? Not one deep into in, in particular, but um, God Forgives I Don't was one that stood out to me. I love that one. And then Mastermind, them two, of course, Port of Miami, but because that's that's where it started. Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say that was my God shit. forgives I don't, and and Mastermind. Let me, mm. See. Mm. Let me see, because I um, let me go back right fast. And then um, what what was that one? Damn, what was that one with the uh, with idols become your rivals? Um, whatever, whatever album that one on, whatever album that one was on, I had to look um, that one up. That one too because he got that song with Thug and Wale. Mm-hmm. Thug ate that song, man. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out it. Cause yeah, you got. Well, you know what? You gonna have to. Port of Miami was. Dive, man. Port of Miami. I I I like Port of Miami. Um, it it's funny how music bring up like these different times in your life because. <laughs> I always think about uh, after Katrina or whatever. So <clears throat> after Katrina, I was still going back home. I was staying with my grandparents, and we had like the, um, mm-hmm. you know, they had like the FEMA trailers and stuff like hooked to the side of the house and whatever. And so, right, uh, my aunt she stayed in the trailer next to the house, but they was already kind of they was trying to get, you know get themselves back together, back, uh, back up and running. So they was you know going back to New Orleans mm-hmm. getting their stuff. And so I used to kick it in the FEMA trailer. Sorry, Carrie. Hope you. Mm. You know, don't kill me. But uh, <laughs> I was kicking in the female trailer. I'm like, bro, shit, 15 years old. Be like, hey, you, you and your uh, sitting in the female trailer like you, like you, like you a don and shit. And then I had Port of Miami two playing over the little speaker. I'm in there cooking and doing whatever else. I just shit. I was in there trapping it out, and I just had that shit playing. And so mm-hmm. this was before niggas had money to you know buy CDs back to back. You supposed to. So I would sit. And I were um, at Q93, 
would just play like you know all the songs and shit they had um what was playing i want to say comfortable lil wayne um mm-hmm. they had push it there was um why you want a ti shit like that just you know like the top list of shit they were playing that yeah. and I had my little cassette tape and i was recording it motherfucker that nigga was not yes. recording yes on the i tape. was i was recording the cassettes and i that's how i would what? go to sleep that's how i would go to sleep at night i knew all them songs back to back bro <laughs> laying in laying in the fema trailer in a big ass nice bed too <laughs> hey he said he was pressing record on the tape day oh man. yeah Press record on the Bro, tape what deck. year was this? 2000, 2006. <laughs> nah, I, I get that, but still. No, I'm just saying. That's tape that, Yeah, that I tell get niggas, it. That's what? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's, uh. Cam gave me, Cam gave me the, uh, the, the album, right? Oh, rather, rather you, you than me. me. Yeah. Good luck on that. But yeah, so, when you get a chance. Yeah, 14 years ago. I told man. you, I told you about Drake, right? I told you about Drake, and then you went, um, up all night. Go back and listen to Ross, man. I will. We're gonna add that to the stream for the next one. Go back and listen to Ross. I promise you, you're not gonna be disappointed. Um, but while I was listening to Ross, I had what else that I was listening to? I was listening to listening to uh Wayne, so early Wayne, nothing past like I don't niggas is gonna laugh, but I kind of enjoyed that that rock and roll album he had. Sue me, whatever. I mean, it was interesting. Listen, it was every, interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. It was interesting. Everybody got taste. They own taste, you know. It was interesting, but um, I think I listened to everything up until the end. But then, I took this out to seal. This shit right here was a hundred dollars. This is Mac Miller swimming in circles, and um. I finally played it. I finally opened the plastic. I forgot how much I miss Mac, man. Man, I was at the I was at the record store um just this past weekend. My mom came down and I was I was sending you all the pictures and of yeah. everything. They had plenty of shit, but I was like, bro, if I pick up all this stuff, I'm gonna go broke. Like, what you pick was, up though? What did I pick up? You, you had to pick what? something up. What you get? What you get? Well, get, give me a give me a hot second. In, entertain the go ahead, right man. Fast. Take your time, man. Let me see. Let me see. I'm about to. I'm about to blow y'all mind real quick. All right. So, when the wind blows, who blows it? I had a few. What? Let's see here. I had some. Uh, let's see. Can can they can they get that? Okay. We we got Tina Marie. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. Some of these I picked up. As a uh, as a Mother's Day gift, mm-hmm. she don't have her she don't have a record player yet. So okay, I, I said you know what I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some burn out of these right fast. Right. Okay. There, there we go. Okay. Some of that some of that some of that Evelyn King. Right right there. Otis. Got to get that. Got to get that Otis written. Otis. I say I say them for last. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I know. This I, man went shopping. I know Courtney like that right there. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, she will. That was mom. She loves the Commodores. She loves the Commodores, man. Yes, sir. Right, 
right there. Let me give you some of that. Some of that urban This fire. man went shopping. Hold on. We, the we, elements. We, we, we ain't done. We ain't done. We ain't done. Here we go. <laughs> gotta get, I, gotta, this. I got a little bit of everything, man. Got that, that Louis Armstrong. Hold on. Let me get some of that Gap Band. The Gap Band, bro. Let me see it. We ain't done, my boy. We ain't done. I got it all. Hold on. With all Uncle right. Charlie. Some of that gorillas. Song machine. Had to pick up plastic. Yeah, yeah. Did oh, you get plastic beats? I did. You know I was gonna get that. I ain't even opened that yet. I knew it. I ain't even opened it. And last but not least, my guy. Yes, sir. What? Some of that John Mayer. What? Oh no, nah, I went. We went in, man. I guess that's my media Wait. consumption for the for the week. John Mayer's in tuxedo, right? I think uh, I think he's one half a tuxedo. Yeah. Check him out, man. Let me that Check up. him out. But no, I got a list of I got it all. I got a list of things that I want to do though over this next week. I want to watch. Sit down and watch Yasuke. It's on Netflix. It's a anime about the first. Well, the I guess the only black samurai. And then I've been seeing everybody talk about Invincible, so I gotta watch Invincible, mm. um, and I gotta watch that Demon Slayer movie and catch up on the Netflix Demon Slayer. But I, I want to watch Tenet too, so I got a lot to do I, I over this a, next week. I got a lot to get into. If y'all still on the stream, yeah. man, get them get them likes in there, man. Get them likes in there if y'all on the stream. But I, I definitely I plan on watching Tenet. Um, I I, I plan on watching Tenet. I plan on watching Ted Lasso. I think I might do that tonight. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just think it's going to be funny as hell. And let's see. Haven't seen Without Remorse. It'll it'll get there. Still, still ain't watched it. Um, Maybe at some point. I don't know. Um, I revisited. Thank me later. Obviously, we talked about that. Nikki really really did get off, as usual. Mm -hmm. Um. What else? I, I mean, I ain't, I've been paying attention to this shit. I hope the Lakers really can get out of this play-in game, but it's it's looking like they're gonna be stuck there because I'm watching I'm watching Portland right now, and uh, Portland looking like they might pull this off. So if they win this, it's pretty much they in the play-in game. But other than that, man, I've been watching a lot of Coco Melon and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Blippy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? Mashing the Bear. Uh, Doc McStuffins. Listen, man, I know all them theme songs right now. I could really, I could really give it to y'all, but I ain't gonna do that. But other than that, I ain't really been, uh, I ain't been checking out a lot, man. We had we Mother's Day was good. I don't know how how was your Mother's Day for your wife? Uh, Amazing, man. Okay. Amazing. That's good. Um, got everybody together. Well, got everybody to shoot a video. I put together a little video for um, for Courtney for Mother's Day. You know, just. Everybody's shooting their cannons off for the gender reveal. It was uh, it was real nice. I got the I got the I guess the reaction that I was looking for from her. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Mother's Day was good over here, man. I was I was in heaven, my boy. I had my wife here, had mother in law here, had my mama here for the first time since we did moved over here. So I think she ain't been out here in like two years. So and you cook. Right, I, listen, man. You know, I always do the damn thing, man. Hey, you cook. Well, you had you had it made this past listen, weekend, man. You talking about had it made? They had it made. We took them to uh, facts, though. Cook, gave them drinks, gave them gifts, took them to the beach, um, did a photo shoot for them, everything. And I'm like, this girl facts, here. Facts, though. 
This girl here that had a hell of a fucking run. Um, you know what I'm saying? Wedding. Goddamn. Birthday. Goddamn. Birthday. Photo shoot. Goddamn. Week vacation in New Orleans. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mother's Day. All that. Listen. You up next, man. Hopefully. I'm Listen, I hope I get something. Nah, June, June is next month. You up next. Well, we look, we got to be. We gotta June is up next. Like, listen, man, don't don't leave me hanging. That speculation in the beginning of the show yeah. about Nick dropping an album. Mm. Oh, I Nick knew it was coming, album, bro. Well, the thing is, she had she had posted, uh, she had posted something. Had, so all the damn she came back to social media. Yeah, all the barbs and shit was like, oh, you know, the pink Crocs and whatever. I said she about to drop something. She ain't finna sit out here and you know not do. Bro, nothing. it's twenty three checks. Damn, she went Chris Brown on you. Twenty three. Chris, she Chris Brown it. Three, and Gucci Man and Lil Wayne is all over it. Well, damn, that's wild. Gucci Man and Wayne is everywhere, but you already know got that cold. So Cole is about to be in rotation, and I'll play Nick tomorrow. Well, hopefully, gotta it's, show love. So hopefully, it's everything we want it to be. I don't know about twenty three songs, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, we'll see, though. I, I don't know. Well, let's give them some uh, black businesses before we wrap up. Yeah, what mm-hmm. you what you got on the black businesses? Got my player partner I went to school with, um, Amber. She uh, she started a little sweets catering uh, business called Dips That On The Go on Instagram. Um, to popcorn, all this shit on there look good. So I'm probably gonna get her to do the um the baby shower. Not probably. I, I definitely would get her to do the baby shower. Uh but yeah, so check out Dips that on the go on Instagram. She uh she's she's new, so just show us some love, man. All right, well we'll link we'll link everything, uh, as usual. So again, um extra seasoning on YouTube, extra Um extra seasoning baby on IG. SBS 4K and uh well you ain't got no apostrophe on, on IG so it's Dante Jamil. No apostrophe, so it's yeah, it's just Dante Jamil. Dante Jamil, Dante Jamil records. Um for me, uh black businesses, I this this is a lady out in uh I believe she out in Douglasville, I wanna say. But it's the um Restore Hair Care. I guess that's her line or whatever. Let me see if mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah, it's restorehaircare.com. And this shit works. I'm gonna tell you right now. So it's infused. This is um, jojoba oil, hemp seed, castor, grape seed, argan oil, avocado, olive, hibiscus, rose hip, burdock root, uh, horsetail, fenugreek, uh, biotin, vitamin A, B, C, D3, E, omega-3, just all kind of shit. Um, and I, I use it. You can use it for your, your hair. I guess if you're losing hair, like your scalp or whatever. But I use it on my beard. And my shit been... I should been on ten since I since Bro, I she this. she put every ingredient that she could find in that crucible, and, and I she mean did this. And again, this oil <laughs> is it's twenty bucks, but she is well, the shit's over with now. But she's running a Mother's Day sale, and it was uh-huh. um I forgot how much it was all, but I got three bottles of this oil, it's twenty dollars a piece, but I got three bottles for thirty nine bucks. So oh word. And again, this shit this shit works. Uh, I don't know if you can if you can see. All of it focused quick too. Yeah, all of what's in it is it's, it's hey, yeah. It listen, it works. 
So again, she like put said, everything in that crucible. If you if you want your your beard looking like mine, I'm gonna tell you right now. Go ahead. Everything got put in that crucible, man. Go ahead and get you some. There we go. I'm gonna have to because I'm 31. I need I need to get my dad going on. Hey, listen, I'm tired man. of this. I'm telling you, you you I'm get tired of this shit. This this stuff right here. Let me let me see if it smells the smells the same. But it's it's legit, man. It, it works. Um, so sick of this shit. Black business from last week. Uh, again, Brown Beef Fitness. Uh, Michael Lawrence, author of The Awakening. I meant to put that in there, but I will. Um, I ain't gonna forget this week. I throw that back in there since we did mention you guys. I will. Mm-hmm. If you look on, uh, if you look on what what is that? If you look on Anchor, it, it's all in there. So y'all, I forgot to y'all. mention this. By the way, you talking about uh, authors and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been reading Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Oh, that's Emmanuel Acho. That's Emmanuel Acho. Yeah. Yes. Is it any good? I, uh, yes, it is. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of tough things that he's talking about. I'm only like, I'm not even halfway done with this book yet. And it's like super deep already, but it's Uncomfortable Conversations, man. Okay, well, I this is gonna have to be up. had. Where you picked that up? This is gonna have. Uh, Mom's body bought it for me on Amazon. She said okay. that. Uh, she said this is the first part of your Father's Day, and I was like, "Hey, right, that's facts, though. That's facts." <laughs> hey, Father's Day gonna be a motherfucker, man. We gonna talk about. It. Yeah, it's gonna be. Listen, it's gonna be all dad everything. So we are gonna switch up special, the format. Special guest. Oh, uh, it's possible. Possible. It's possible. We gonna we gonna switch up the format just a taste for you niggas. Yeah. I think yeah. y'all enjoy it. I think y'all enjoy it. Yeah. So it's um, it, I'm with it. it. I, it's to for me, it's gonna be the. I think it's gonna be the first Father's Day where this little dude understands what's going on. Cause like the past two, obviously he's just been like, you know, he ain't been about nothing. He just mm-hmm. been here, here, daddy, whatever. He make his little. His little he, he listen. Hold on. This, hold on. Cause this thing right here, let's see. Oh, my little, my little, my little grill that he didn't made me. Yeah. He did that. Yeah, this was obviously oh, obviously man. we had a little help. Right, of course. But yeah, man. That's, oh man, I can't wait. But my God, my God, just he he get me right every time, man. He got me a dehydrator. I last can't year. wait. So, but I mean, yeah, it was. It was all it was all good, and uh, we you know switch it up a little bit for y'all. So um, again, yeah. we're getting we getting to the end of this here thing, man. I, I really uh, I really enjoyed this uh, this this setup, man. I yeah. I like I like yeah. this whole live streaming thing, man. We can snatch this shit right off here and take that shit straight over to anchor. No editing. This was good. None. We appreciate all of y'all that was. Living in the uh, living in the chat, you know, giving us some good feedback and everything. We appreciate y'all. Love is love, indeed. Y'all get us out to your friends, get us out to your family, and uh, you know, hopefully we can keep this shit running for y'all, man. We could end up doing something like this a little more often. This was good, and uh, I don't know. I don't think I missed anything. You think is there anything we didn't mention? That's it, man. Well, since that was it, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna run it again. I, <laughs> I was gonna run it again. 
I ain't gonna run the intro again. I ain't gonna run the intro again. Nah, I'm man. Tell you. Y'all, um, just be checking back, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll be, we'll be here back with y'all again next week. Facts. Maddie's hoes call me the man. You can tell that I'm come from a different cloth. Jump on a nigga like random moths. Catching these plays like random moths. Killing niggas off like dinosaurs. Strapped with the Uzi, I feel like the Uzi vert. Squirt on a bitch with the sauce. Bottle and bars just to show it off. Driving real slow just to show it off. Feel like the Uzi, my shoulder drop. Fit to the lean and my soda pop. Board room, playing board games with the old man. I just call him pops. My little mom make that pussy pop like lip gloss. Give me head till locks, y'all. Pussy stay on, pussy stay on, agua, yeah. Giuseppe, Giuseppe.